0: Hello, 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 Chloe here from the Yoga Revolution podcast. You've landed on a brand new episode. Uh, well, it is right now as I'm speaking, it might not be for you. I don't know time and space is doing to this. But anyway, hello, this, <laughs> this episode is about habits and how to make them better, how to be a superhero at your habits, because they're hard, right? And I know you have something that you want to start to implement in your day and um the habits that they the doing it is a challenge it's the same for everyone so first of all know that you're in the same boat as everybody else but this episode is about helping you supporting you to nail these habits to get better at it to uh, find your system there's lots of little nuggets in this episode about yeah making your habits stick making your life better and easier and uh, yeah, I hope you get something out of it. Let me know, email me anytime, chloe at the UK or hello at the UK and um, I'll see you on the other side. Hey, I just wanted to start actually by checking in. So, you know, I've been uh, diving into a, a nervous system course over the past couple of weeks and I'm loving it. And it's just really driving home to me the importance of, rest always (laughs) you know I've been talking about this all year I think slowing down rest you know interoception so this you know our capacity for feeling and diving inwards and noticing so I actually want us to start this session by doing that um so you can close your eyes if you want to you can make this a thing you don't have to though but I want you just to stop to kind of check in and notice your awareness right now and whether you're feeling a bit focused and hypervigilant or if your awareness is wide and open, just begin begin to get curious with that and then notice your posture, the way that you're sitting or if you're walking or Whatever you're doing, notice where your spine is and any knots of tension and tight places and stuck places, open places. And then notice your headspace, your emotional state. How are you doing? How are you feeling? What's that internal weather system looking like? And you might not have answers to these questions, you might be coming up blank, but it's an opportunity for us to notice. Mm, Take a big breath in, a big sigh out. Feel the soles of your feet. Mm, I feel better. (laughs) Just like, just for that little moment. I hope you do too. Anyway. Anyway, so we are at another uh, deep dive session and today I want to talk about habits because, you know, when we're talking about a yoga practice, a meditation practice, even this, what we've just done, this kind of internal um, assessment, it's a habit, right? So habits, they, it's an, you know, it's such an important topic and that's why I'm talking about it. Because what I want for you is to found, forge these amazing habits that help you become the best you can be and the healthiest and happiest you can be, right? Um, And so last time I spoke about my morning routine and you know what, this week actually I've really struggled. I've had a bit of a, yeah, kind of overwhelming week. Um, it's so interesting, isn't it? Like I've started to do this nervous system course. And the irony is that it's been overwhelming (laughs) to add just another thing onto my plate. Um, so I think I want to caveat all of this chat about, about habits with, um, the notion of taking care of ourselves, even when it's difficult, I think I compound it and I know I'm not the only one who does this, you know, we make it worse when we're having a Uh, a time of overwhelm or high stress or anxiety or pressure. We make it worse by giving ourselves a hard time through that, right? So I just want that to be the kind of foundation that we lay this chat about habits on because uh, good habits are important, but also if you slip up, if you have weeks off, if you have challenges within your habit creation and uh, you're kind of quote unquote taking care of yourself, that's okay. Because I think sometimes taking care of ourselves needs to look like time away from stuff. Um, And laziness and procrastination and time out, right? But, 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 yeah. Habits and building good habits is a really important facet of being an adult human being who takes care of themselves, I think, right? And, um... We don't have to look far to see how readily good habits are given up on. So, you know, New Year's resolutions, we've all been there, I'm sure. You can resonate in some way. We go to the gym or we start this new movement habit or new eating habit or whatever it might be. And we get mid to mid February and just think, you know, I missed a few days here. So maybe this isn't, we just lose that momentum. And I think, I mean, there are a lot of reasons I'm going to go through, like, I don't know, there's kind of four little segments I want to talk about in relation to building good habits. Um, But really, I think it starts with. The kind of size of the mission that we set ourselves. Most of us are too ambitious and we set ourselves up to fail. So we say, hey, I'm gonna from nothing join a gym, go to the gym three days a week. Very noble, but that's a really big thing. If you've gone from nothing to three days a week at the gym, that's like a big step forward or even like a daily yoga practice. That's a big step forward. And you know, I'm kind of going off on a tangent. You know what I'm like, but uh, I think this idea of like daily yoga an hour a day it's a big ask and not you know I don't necessarily know if that's a healthy ask if that's you you go for it that's awesome but I'm speaking to something different and I actually want us to kind of the way I have learned about habits is by by taking a step back and thinking about the idea of simple tiny choices that we make every day So um, there's a couple of analogies that really work with me. One is the idea of compound interest. So there's this story, and I'm going to butcher it. I always do, so bear with that. But there's this story about a guy who's dying. And he has two sons by his deathbed. And he says, okay, I have two gifts for you guys. You choose between them. One is a million dollars. And one is a penny that doubles every day for 30 days and um okay so the son number one takes the million dollars and goes off and tries to make a make his fortune and i actually think in the story that i read he fails um but that's kind of irrelevant the second son's like oh god i'm left with this penny doubles every day how much can that really amount to (laughs) and it's compound interest right so after 30 days a penny actually becomes i think it's just over five million dollars if we're talking dollars. Um, so what I'm saying is that's tiny, right? A penny becomes two pennies, becomes four pennies. So that's compound interest, right? Just t- tiny little steps forward every day. And of course those tiny steps forward aren't tiny by the end. Um, you know, you're, you're doubling every day, but, but the, the principle still stands. And going back to the second analogy, that actually kind of resonates a bit more with me i think is this idea of um so so if you're driving from north to south in the uk or it doesn't matter really but driving anywhere you're constantly course correcting so you're constantly shifting left to right to stay in your lane to stay on the road because otherwise you would end up in a hedge in a tree or on a different coast entirely than the one that you were aiming for, right? And I think uh, it's the same, you know, you can think about this in um, air travel, so on planes, constantly course correcting just tiny little bits to make sure you land in the airport, in the city that you're supposed to be landing in. And rockets to the moon, do we wanna aim for the moon? Okay, then we have to make sure the course correction that happens is very specific, tiny little changes in order for us to get to the moon. And so it, it, it's that, it's those tiny, tiny course corrections, tiny little things. They're not a big deal in the moment, but over time, like the penny, it's not a big deal. Over time, we're looking down the barrel of just over a million dollars. That's not insignificant, you know? And so really kind of what I'm saying and a quote from one of my favorite books on habits called The Slight Edge. Is his name Jeff Olson? I think that's the author Jeff Olson. Really, really good book. He says the choices we make every day, they either work for us or they work against us. Sometimes that can be really overwhelming. (laughs) So going back to kind of this foundation that I was laying at the beginning, it's okay if that's resting and not doing anything today and just taking a moment to, like we did right at the start of this session, checking in, noticing what have you got today? What can you give today? Can you open the blinds today? Can you get out of bed today? And some days it'll be smashing these massive goals, doing a big workout, going for a giant, right, whatever your, your things are, you know, um, making some strides in your business or spending more time with your family. Like it doesn't matter, does it? Some days we're on and some days we are not. <laughs> so, okay. The choices we make every day either work for us or against us. So, you're perhaps listening to this, watching this with an idea of something that you want to start implementing as a habit, but you're struggling with it. I struggle with stuff too. So I want to talk to these ideas that we can start to lay out to help us, right? So we're starting small and small feels pointless. It feels rubbish, doesn't it? If you're doing five minutes of yoga every day, it's like, well, I'm not getting anywhere. For instance, with me right now, I have a weird shoulder thing. went to my physio, he's given me some physio stuff to do with a band, right? And I find it tedious and boring and I hate doing it. And it's very, it's not super hard for me. It takes me like five, ten minutes and I'm doing it. And I'm just like, oh, I don't think I'm feeling any different, but two weeks later after doing it just three times a week, so I've done it six times in that week period, two week period, I've made a difference. My shoulder musculature has changed <laughs> just from doing, so what's that collectively? Uh, the, like an hour's worth, right? Over two weeks. Um, and, and, and I come back to my piano practice all the time. So I'm studying right now for my grade five and there's a piece, so you play three pieces within your grade, your, your piano grade, And my B piece, the second piece, I looked at it, I remember and I was like, I can't, I can't play this. I can't play it. I tried, could not play it. It's not my vibe. I don't understand it. I've never played anything like it before. Um, And I remember like, I don't know, maybe three weeks into having this piece and having been told to practice it, my teacher says, Chloe, it's like, you've never looked at this before. And because I was so stubborn, I'm never going to be able to learn this. I'm never going to be able to do it. And then she just forces me, right? This is what I'm here for. <laughs> I have a teacher to help me and support me and encourage me. So she's there encouraging me and I'm like, oh, fine, I'll have to do something or else she's going to be really like disappointed. So I'm there like, just learning bar by bar, bar by bar. And right now, I mean, I just came off my piano before this session and I play it fine. I'm playing it good. I'm actually getting ready to perform it in a couple of weeks. I can play it now. It didn't happen overnight and it certainly didn't happen in a short space of time. It's these short things. Um, So they don't make any difference in the moment. Maybe learning a bar of that piece of music doesn't feel like I'm getting anywhere. Maybe just doing one thing in physio, one session on my shoulders doesn't feel like I'm getting anywhere. My shoulder still hurts, (laughs) you know. But it's these little things that changes over time that make me into the pianist who is able to play that piece that makes my shoulders able to shift and become healthier and more capable, right? Whatever it is, your goal is. So I wanna start just by chatting about these four things. And the first thing is to set an actionable plan. So if you're in business, (laughs) I uh, hear this all the time, your goals, let them be smart goals. So what are they like um, specific, measurable, actionable? reasonable tangible I don't know that doesn't matter (laughs) but I want you to to see your habit as a goal so instead of it being like I want to meditate more okay so what is that though what does that look like what is the goal what is the kind of um specifics of that habit is it every day is it for five minutes is it for 20 minutes is it every other day do you know what I mean I want you to see if you can start to kind of create this plan And um, this is going to help you moving forward, but see if you can find someone to do that with. So this is what I was uh, kind of mentioned at the beginning. What we've seen in the Yoga Revolution membership recently is um, accountability buddies are making profound difference. So, so before I was teaching quite a lot of classes before quite a lot of live classes and so we shifted the model fairly recently in the last six months I don't teach as many lives and I I know that that's been a change for some of our members so and you know what I know that those lives are keeping them accountable but what's super interesting is when we have seen two members paired up there's two in particular I'm thinking of they're doing a yoga practice every day at 7.30 in the morning. They're doing that together and they are just messaging each other. And one of them chooses a class from the library and there they go. They practice yoga at 7.30 in the morning. The feedback from these accountability buddies in our membership is that they are feeling way more accountable than if it was just a live class. The teacher's going to be there anyway, you know... No one else is kind of noticing that you're there necessarily or um, expecting you to be there in a live class. But when you make plans with somebody, you know, it's like you're standing them up if you don't show up, especially when there's only two of you. So we started this thing. um, And if you're part of the O Revolution membership, I encourage you to dive in and say, hey, you know what? I want to do a morning class at 7.30. I want to do a Saturday class at 9.30. I want to do whatever it is. Who wants to do this with me? It doesn't matter if they're not a friend, you know, like that kind of accountability practice buddy, whether it's yoga, meditation, going for a walk, whatever, keeps you accountable, you know, makes you show up. That's a huge, huge thing. So start with the plan. Little teeny plan. Not 10k every day necessarily. (laughs) Uh, You just want to put your trainers on every day. You just want to meditate for five minutes every day. Tiny course corrections. So think of it as course corrections, tiny little movements every day, teeny weeny that you don't even notice. Make it so that you, you know what? Like this isn't going to make a difference, but I'm going to do it anyway. Make it so small that it's so easy. And the next step within this plan is, within this plan, first to plan, the plan, plan, plan the plan (laughs) and complete the plan, right? So this is going to help Get this momentum going. So see if you can really just focus on doing this for a week, two weeks, right? Momentum is the key here. So make the plan, make your goals, your actions small enough that you can do this for a couple weeks. It doesn't matter if you fail, by the way, if that couple weeks takes you 15 days or 18 days, it's all good. You know, we're being easy on ourselves when we make these uh, habits but you know again it's talking we're talking about making these steps really um easy to complete and what we can also do to facilitate that is have our stuff there so for me my yoga mats out all that's not on the floor all the time but it's rolled up right there all the time so i just have to grab my mat unroll it bosh i'm ready to practice um same with my meditation cushion i use big headphones they're always out always ready for me to grab whenever um, whenever I need to practice, whenever I know this is my time to practice, it's always there for me. So make this stuff easier. I think there's, um, again, I'm gonna butcher this story and the, definitely the data, but there's a, a study somewhere about some office canteen and they shifted the layout of it so that the water was closer to the checkout compared to um, the sugary drinks. And I think just by moving the sugary drinks further away and the water closer, you know, you know what happened, right? The sales of water went way through the roof compared to the sugary drinks that dropped. So it really is, it sounds so simple, have your stuff out, but have your stuff out. Make it really easy for you to be like, there's my yoga mat, I'm gonna get on it and do some downward dogs. It makes it easy, get your clothes out the night before, if that's your jam, whatever your habit is, have your stuff ready to grab. Um, So it's easy right? And the next couple steps are really interesting and I feel like we may forget them or forego them because they don't seem relevant but it's kind of linked to the way our human stupid crazy brains work. Stupid brains I didn't use the word right there. It's not, We're not stupid brains. They're just interesting, right? Our brains are interesting, quirky, and we need to love them a bit more. Um, <laughs> but the third thing is reflecting on where we're going. And I think this is really interesting. So kind of within my morning routine. So um, check back for the last episode for that one. Um, but... My meditation practice has been evolving because I've been able to reflect on it. So now I'm doing this nervous system course, I'm actually introducing some other protocols within that, within my morning uh, routine, within my meditation practice. As I learn more about breath work, as I learn more about interoception and understand where I'm at, I can you know, change up my breath practice to make it more suitable for that moment. Um, I can evolve it, I can do longer practices as I get more adept at this, excuse me. And I think it's absolutely about becoming aware, you know what I mean? Becoming mindful of what it is that you're doing and where it is that you wanna go. So you might start to walk further, you might start to practice yoga for longer, you might start to practice yoga in a, in a more, um, in, I don't know, in a deeper way, whatever your habit is, right? How's it going is basically what I'm saying there. Reflect on it, journal on it, write about it, talk about it with your accountability buddy. Again, that's a really good reason that the, a, a good part, a, a reason, sorry, yeah, to get, to get an accountability buddy, right? To have them close. Talk about it, reflect on it. How's it going? And the final step really is about celebrating what you're doing. Ah, it's so interesting, isn't it? Because I was talking about this earlier, this idea of beating ourselves up. So like I said, I've had a challenging week. That's okay. Uh, We all have challenging weeks. And um, I think we make them worse by beating ourselves up. We do. I should be being productive today more productive. I should be, look around me. I have such wonderful life. Why am I complaining? I have nothing to complain about. But, you know, many of us are privileged and that's amazing to be aware of, right? But it doesn't take away from the fact that life is hard sometimes. Um, And beating ourselves up when we find it hard, when we find it difficult to be super productive and super on it and super social media worthy, (laughs) Um, makes it worse, it just makes it worse. So, but you know, that's our kind of natural go-to, isn't it? When we mess up, when we take two weeks to do a week's worth of practice, or when we do a 30 day challenge in 45 days, we just think, oh, I'm rubbish, I'm useless at this. It's going back to that foundation that I set at the beginning. You're not useless at this. It's okay to take time to set these habits in place. But the key, the thing that I'm talking about here is to celebrate when you do get it right. Um, so I don't know what this would look like for you. And I, you know, maybe it's buying a new yoga mat or a meditation cushion, or maybe it's not financial. It doesn't have to be, of course, like just celebrate in some way, give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself a little high five um, and celebrate with your buddies, with your accountability buddy or with someone who's not doing this practice with you. And I really want you to notice as you do this, how it changes. How do these course corrections, this five minute practice every day or whatever it is, how do they um, impact where you're going? So going back to that quote at the beginning, the choices we make every day either work for us or against us again it is quite a dramatic phrase but when you put it like that it feels motivating enough for me so going back to that penny thing a second you know the idea of that compound interest we have a penny and it doubles every day and after 30 days we, we end up with five and a half million or whatever that is um think about that in that opposite direction we have a penny and it gets smaller every day by double the debt, you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Uh, And it's just like this upward curve or this downward trajectory, which is it that we want to be doing? Which is it, what's the road, the route that we want to be taking? Um, And I I just think we need to be celebrating when we're on that upward trajectory. So that would be my plan for you to start good habits, plan them, make them small, complete them and start this momentum going and link them, by the way, link them to something enjoyable. So if you're really into your morning matcha latte or your coffee or I don't know, um, some other treat sitting in your garden for 10 minutes, whatever it is, um, do that after your practice. Make that kind of a reward thing. Reward yourself. Then reflect on this practice, on your habit, how is it going? What can you do to make it better? And then celebrate it. Give yourself an internal high five because this stuff is hard, it ain't easy. But by making it really small, you're already doing better than ever, you know? You're already doing better. Reading two books, sorry, two uh, pages of a book every day by the end of the month you've read a 60-page book tiny little habits tiny little actions can get us to phenomenally beautiful places so that's my little nod to habits um and my habits moving forward to continue my meditation practice in the morning to move and do my my physio, hey shoulders, (laughs) Um, to get outside every day. So feel free to share with me your habits. I'd love to hear what they are. Um, And if you need motivation for this stuff, go into the dashboard of your The Yoga Revolution membership And every day, there's a new yoga practice, there's a new meditation practice, um, and a new slowing down practice. Um, They change every day. So they're there to help you get into this. You don't have to root around, you don't have to think about your next session. You can just grab that one. Um, And um, I'm also going to be sharing with you what I shared with you in the last session, which was our 30-day challenges, the dive into them. These habits are exciting and important and can really change the way that you see the world. (sighs) On that note, I hope you have an awesome rest of your evening, your day if you're listening to this or watching this after my live and uh, feel free to shoot me questions for the next one. Thanks friends, I will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you want to continue the conversation, email me hello at theyogarevolution.co.uk. I respond to all emails personally. And you can find out more by visiting theyogarevolution.co.uk. I will see you in the next episode.